Time now for Lancer Live, and I've got Dr. Jeffrey Haas from EWC, the president here with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you doing today? I am well, sir, and I'm going to leave it to you to introduce today's guests. Outstanding. Well, I appreciate that. Um, Again, uh, I want to welcome you back to the second week of Lancer Live. And again, this program is an opportunity to showcase the amazing students and programs that we have at our college And today I have two special guests that are going to join us here on the front end and two on the back. The first two I'd like to introduce is Liberty Zavorka. Uh, Liberty is one of our students here at the college. And Liberty, would you like to say hello to the audience? Sure. Hi. (laughs) And thank you, Liberty. And second, I would like to introduce um, Dr. Ellen Kreger. Um, Dr. Kreger is our professor of social science and business at Eastern Wyoming College. Uh, she wears many, many hats, and I think in this community, people uh, are, are very aware of her work in many areas. But there's one thing I'd like to just point out uh, that uh, Dr. Krieger actually had an opportunity to join uh, as an opportunity for her to serve uh, back in 2021. Uh, she actually joined the Wyoming State Board of Education, uh, representing District 1, and as a college, we're very proud of that. And to have uh, that type of leadership, uh, not only on our campus, uh, but representing our state. And today, we're going to talk a, a little bit with Liberty uh, and Ellen Kreger about just things that are going on at the college that they had an opportunity to work on this past year. But before we go too far into that, I'd like to start. Liberty, could you just share a few thoughts? Where are you from? Okay, so I grew up majority in Colorado Springs, Colorado, but then about a year ago, I graduated high school early from Colorado Springs, and I moved up to Torrington to kind of help out with my grandparents and everything like that, and I've been up here since. Outstanding, and why did you choose Eastern Wyoming College as a a place to pursue your education? For me, I chose EWC because it had what I like to know as like the small yet big feel because it's still like a smaller school and the teachers still know you well and they want to see you succeed and they're willing to give you the resources to help you. But it's also a little bit bigger than some of the other like high school and everything like that. And it's a good transition into college. And so I just really enjoyed it. I toured it. Great feel to the school. Everyone was really friendly. And I was like, this is where I want to be. Outstanding. And one more question. Oh, what are you majoring in? So I'm currently majoring in social sciences, but I'm focusing a little bit more on the more political science side of it. So Outstanding. And, and with that, I'd like to actually just maybe transition over to uh, um, Ellen Kreger just for a second. And have you, uh, in your role at the college, could you just talk a little bit about some of the things that you've had an opportunity to work on, not just with Liberty, but many students? Sure, thank you, and hello, Goshen County. Um, Yeah, EWC has just been fantastic for me in terms of having incredible students come. Uh, Liberty as the most recent example. Uh, One of the great things we do in the social science area is we provide experiential learning for our students. So I have the opportunity to do that in my history area and also in political science. So Liberty um, and I visited during the fall about having her take an opportunity that students in the past have done, and that is to go down to the state legislature. She, um, we offer this as a class at EWC, and sh- we work with the Legislative Service Office to get our students into place and on the ground there. Um, so that's been a pretty exciting part of my career at EWC, is to get students out into their special fields to learn whether they do or don't want to go on in what they're seeing, but at least to get them on the ground and see what people do out there in the world. 
So could you expand just a little bit more on that particular internship she had an opportunity to do then this last spring? Um, she obviously went down and worked with the general session um, with our Wyoming legislature. And we'll talk to Liberty about that experience here in just a moment. But could you talk a little bit more about that program? Sure. So the uh, Legislative Service Office puts together this program for college interns. It's the University of Wyoming and all the community college students. The application comes through the political science departments at the uh, colleges, and then we forward them on to the LSO. Uh, it involves um, basically the colleges can decide how they want to do it, but at EWC we offer academic credit for that. And then the student has to figure out their housing and all of that, um, their business dress that they have to wear. They have to figure all that cost out themselves. But uh, at EWC, we have lucky, luck luckily, we have some very generous areas where we can sort of pursue some money if our students don't have the means to be able to find housing and clothing on their own. And uh, that's been wonderful as well. So our, our you know, it does take a village to raise a college student, and I, we have a great village at EWC in terms of being able to tap into resources and people just being so incredibly generous to support the students. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And Liberty, could you talk about that experience a little bit that you actually had at the legislature, and and uh, and what were some of the memorable moment, moments for you? Yeah. Okay. So as she talked about, I went down to Cheyenne to do this internship, and I had such a good time. So I was what was a college intern, so I was considered in the pool of interns, and I would just help out wherever legislators needed me to help out. So I did a variety of different things, which included doing research, like research projects, or even making phone calls to different people in the, Wyoming, in the state of Wyoming just to kind of see how they're doing community building and different things like that. And it was just a really good experience, and I got a lot of different just... I guess would be life skills out of it because it just taught me a lot about what it is to be in that more kind of world and I loved it. I realized I will never be a legislator but I love helping out in the ways that I can. And some more memorable moments. The one big thing that will always stick with me is some of the other interns and the friends I made along the way because definitely, definitely I couldn't do it without them. They were so helpful and we did a lot. And it was just also nice to have other college students to talk to after certain things like that because it could get crazy in there. And so it was just, it was nice to kind of talk to people and just kind of get other opinions. And then definitely more memorable moments would be meeting some of the other more, I guess we higher up government people. So we met both the Wyoming uh, senators that are in D.C. And then we also met with, of course, the governor and then some other people like the state treasurer and state auditor. And I just think those were also really cool experiences because especially people like the state treasurer and the state auditor, that's more that executive side. And so it was cool to see kind of how they work and how that works. And so, yeah, I'm really grateful to have this experience. And it was all good. Outstanding. And could you share, I know you had uh, an opportunity to present to a couple of groups to help support uh, this particular internship with you. And can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So when I first decided I wanted to do this internship, uh, like Dr. Krager talked about, it kind of comes with this, I have to do my own clothes and do my own housing and food and everything like that. And so we went to Student Senate and the EWC Foundation to ask for money. And Student Senate, I asked specifically for money for clothes, and they gave me some about... And they gave me some money for that. And then the foundation was very generous, and it gave me a lot of money so that I was able to get gas and board. And they actually... And I stayed at a dorm at L. 
Laramie County Community College and it paid for all of that and I was able to get groceries when I needed them and gas and it was just it was very good. Well, outstanding, Liberty. And I would like to take a moment here and introduce another individual who's in the studio. Uh, John Hansen is the Director of Development. And John's going to share a few thoughts about the foundation. And another guest we'll have here shortly is uh, Todd Peterson. He is currently the president for the board for the Eastern uh, Wyoming College Foundation Board. And, uh, and, and Todd will be joining us for a few thoughts here in just a minute as well. But I'd like to turn the program over to John Hansen, who's going to engage with Liberty here a little bit, uh, just about this experience and the opportunity of what the foundation provides. Yeah, th- thank you, President Haas. Um, you know, it's it's wonderful to see students come to the foundation and really look at what it is they're hoping to do for their future. And, uh, you know, Liberty, that's one of the things I love about our students here is uh, they're very fiscally minded, fiscally conservative. And, and Liberty was asking basically for a ramen noodle budget uh, and, and all these things. And so we put together a package to be able to invest in her future. And it's just one of those, I think, strong points for us as a college. A couple of numbers that are so significant. Um, when you look at what the foundation does year in and year out, uh, one of the numbers I'd love for people to kind of just stick in their their cross, stick in their mind, is that uh, six years ago, we were able to provide about $150,000 a year support to the college and scholarships. Those scholarships were basically from our donors and investors. And, and that's one of the things that we believe in strongly is that people are investors when they put money into the foundation. It's the beginning of a relationship, not the end. And then it allows us to do things and invest in young people like Liberty. Um, you know, Liberty comes from Colorado, uh, Colorado Springs. And, and I think about all the different colleges she could have went to uh, on her way here to EWC. And, and so we've just seen that blossom. And so in six years since I've been with the foundation, uh, we're now investing yearly back into the college, back into our students, our faculty, uh, $340,000 average. Last year was a bumper crop uh, in the 400000 range. And so, you know, Todd Peterson and I, we, we don't look at that as, as our money. That's that's our community's money, our investors' money uh, that we're able to put together and be able to do these kinds of things. And so it, it certainly is a joy to have Liberty come present before us and, and really like look at her future. And so that's one question I have for Liberty is, um, you know, what are, what are your future plans? What are you hoping to accomplish? So in my future, I plan to go to Laramie at some point because I want to do more international studies in that more governmental aspect because doing this really solidified the fact that I do want to do something around government more in that area. But I want to stay international studies and do more of that foreign affairs and everything like that. So that's kind of my future plans and everything like that. And I feel like EWC really sets down that foundation because like you said, you're constantly invested in the students and everything like that. And it's so great to be able to have these different experiences and everything like that. And so, Liberty, um, maybe you could just share what your your best experience at EWC has been so far and, um, you know, kind of what's memorable. There are a lot of people that are listening to this this morning, parents. Uh, I think we have high school seniors that are figuring out where they're going to go to college at. And what really kind of struck a chord with you where you're like, that's the place for me and why? For me, I think it's just got to be that, like, the commitment to the students and the flexibility aspect, because there's a lot that goes on in the life of an 18, 19 year old, you know, and you just, you never know what's going on. And so the ability for like teachers and faculty to just be flexible and be willing to work with you and 
having that want to see you succeed and everything like that really just struck with me. And I, it's so amazing just having people I know that are in my corner all the time and wanting to see me go. Well, that's wonderful. Um, next, I'd like to invite to the program Todd Peterson, the director, uh, the president of the EWC Foundation. And so joining me is Todd, and he'll share a few things about kind of his service uh, as president, service on the foundation. So here you go, Todd. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yes, I'm Todd Peterson. I've been uh, serving on the EWC Foundation board for I'm close to 20 years and I've been president of the foundation for eight or nine of those years now. And uh, we've seen the foundation corpus grow significantly over the time that uh, that I've been on the board, thanks to the hard work of past board members, uh, Kate Kelly, Donna Beth Downer, uh, folks like that, Barbara Bonds, that have served on the board and have made a significant impact to the college and to the foundation. Uh, Patrick Coral was president for several years before I I took the reins, so it's it, the the EWC Foundation. It's near and dear to my heart because EWC is near and dear to my heart. I I'm a graduate of EWC and and uh, uh, I recognize just the impact that EWC has on this community, and it's an economic driver, uh, which is very important, but it also it provides a very low cost education for the for students so that they can prepare themselves uh for possibly going on to a, a four year institution or preparing themselves for the workforce whether it be in welding cosmetology and nursing uh it, EWC just provides so much for the youth in this area and 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 and, and I'd like to say in the wild Nebraska area so the foundation is there to support scholarship, to support the strategic plan of EWC, and uh, um, we're, we're fortunate. We live in a very generous area, and we've been able to grow the corpus significantly right now. I think our investment corpus sits around 9 to $10 million, and our overall corpus for total assets is close to $15 million, which is significant. We're uh, the smallest or the second smallest community college, but I think we have one of the strongest foundations. And so we are really happy to be able to support students like Liberty in their endeavors. And we've supported Ellen with her cultural uh, experiential learning experiences um, with scholarship. We provide scholarship for non-traditional students as well as, as scholastic scholarships as well. So um, the foundation is, is, is a, it's, it's dynamic. We have great board members that really care about the college. And uh, it's just a, an honor for me to, to serve as uh, president of the foundation. And, and Todd, so one of our largest probably investments um, that have been made over the last six years was an investment in ATEC. Um, I think as, as we've talked, it was, it was a 10-year in the making dream, um, a campaign over five or six years uh, that raised in total of $1.8 million. Uh, you know, we wrote a grant for $1.5 million. Maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, kind of your belief in ag in this community. I mean, being a banker here for, gosh, almost 40 years or a little over in the region, um, about the families and farms and just kind of the colleges and the foundation's commitment to farming. 
Well, Goshen County is the is the leading agricultural county in the state, and our commitment when we first started talking about ATEC, uh, that's the Agricultural Technology Education Center, um, is uh, we just said we've got to have it in order to to provide the the best level of education uh, possible with labs um, and learning classrooms and being able to bring livestock in for for judging and show and give give the students a very hands-on experience we decided that we it was just we needed to have that facility EWC was lacking that so as you said it's been a ten, it was a 10 year 10 year project in the making and and thanks to the generosity of so many people uh in the area why we were able to raise that and it, originally why the 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 target was about 1.2 million but as with everything uh costs keep going up and so we were able to to raise 1.8 million dollars to towards towards that facility so now uh, what i'm excited about is is this with uh, dr haas uh now on campus there's been a, a real um I won't say urgency, but there's been a, 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 a very concerted effort to improve the strategic planning uh, through the strategic planning process, I should say, to, to improve the curriculum, to improve the experience that the students have uh, for agriculture. And, and you know, we'd lo- we love to have local kids come and, and our 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 goal has always been to to put as many students in that facility as possible and I think we will get there and uh, and provide a great experience for for the kids whether they go back to the farm and ranch or whether they go on into agribusiness uh, it's, there's so many areas in agriculture uh, that are available for for the students now and so we're really proud of that facility and it's a facility that will provide that ed- education uh, educational experience that these kids will need to get out into the workforce. I would agree with you, Todd. I, I think that's um, one of the things that, and, and of course, as a college president with a PhD, gives us a lot of opportunities to grow in the future. And I think Dr. Haas is going to talk a little bit about some very exciting news that about EWC. Um, and, and you think about the ATEC building, the Agricultural Technology Education Center. Technology is at the, its core root. Um, are we preparing students at, at the bleeding edge, the leading edge of industry? Um, when you look at Dr. Haas's background, being a state FFA advisor in Michigan, um, working in Michigan State, all of these things culminating together, uh, putting together a plan that, that's going to drive and grow enrollment. Um, it's kind of a corner touchstone of, the, of a couple uh, big announcements that he's going to make now. Um, about where this college is headed, so Dr. Haas. So I, I, I am at the college. We're really excited uh, about a lot of things, and um, as I mentioned last week, and I think you're hearing even today, we're very proud of the transfer and the career programs that we have at our college. Uh, we're proud of the work that our faculty do. Um, we're excited to have the great students we have, but we also want to grow and provide more opportunity for students to um, be part of these fantastic opportunities that we have here at this college and really an initiative that we started uh, here almost four months ago uh, was taking a very strong look at the Wyoming Innovation Program through the governor's office. Um, We actually applied for funding in three particular areas 
And on Friday, the governor's office did contact my office to uh, let... uh, EWC know that we are receiving $2.5 million to invest in the faculty positions um, and equipment over the coming year. This is a very significant step. Um, three particular programs um, that will be impacted. Um, there was a grant, in, um, an agriculture grant with a focus on precision agriculture and technology uh, that we were actually approved uh, for an investment of uh, actually $1.1 million. We also received an EWC tourism grant. Um, This grant was in the amount of $892,000. And we also received uh, uh, an expansion grant for our nursing program to expand the CNA and the MA programs. Uh, And we received uh, just a little over a half million for that. And I actually have the author of two of those grants sitting here, and that's John Hansen. Um, John uh, handled the Precision Agriculture Grant and the uh, Tourism Grant. And we're almost out of time, but John, could you just give a couple of quick highlights of some of the investment that that will bring to Eastern Wyoming College? You know, it's, it's exciting to hear about um, the state reinvesting in EWC, investing in us as a college. When you look across, um, you know, the eight community colleges that are now in, in Wyoming, we are at the leading edge of that. And so what that shows is that the plan that we put before them um, is something that's going to be invested in. And so in the ag uh, grant, it is going to bring $1.1 million. We've partnered with SEREC, the University of Wyoming, to bring technology, innovation, grow agronomy, plant science. And so you're looking at how are we going to stay at the, the edge of this? And it's also by bringing in community partners. Uh, we've talked to 21st Century Equipment and looking at what John Deere has on the table, looking at what Brown and Company has on the table. So as, as we bring industry together and we align the curriculum on that, um, the technology and investment, um, you know, this investment is going to bring drones. Uh, it's going to bring computer science. And so all of these items added together really show a community college that's meeting the demand of workforce and reinvesting in it. Um, any kind of economic model, when you look at it, uh, there's a multiplier of seven. And so these dollars buying equipment, buying technology are going to turn over seven times in our local economy. So not only for us as a community college do we get to grow, but we're going to help grow workforce. In the tourism grant, this is very exciting. It's about starting a field school at Sunrise Mine, looking at one of the oldest mines, Paleolithic mines, in all of North America. And so the Smithsonian was out this past summer, and it is literally a gem in our backyard. And so as a community college, we think about how can we help grow tourism? How can we help grow education? And bring that gift and talent to the world. Um, we're right in the center of that. And of course, healthcare, rural healthcare is always a challenge. We have a great partner in Banner Health who put significant investment into this community. And I think Todd was telling me it was 20, 25, 30 million. And, and you look at that coupled with what we're going to be able to do to help grow the nursing pipeline and Banner's investment in EWC plus the state. And so it's bringing a state-of-the-art simulation lab that we will drive to communities, high schools, work at CNA education, medical assistant, um, to create that pipeline. And so as a community college that serves from the south of Goshen County to the Montana border, this technology, the improvement for curricula, uh, engaging high school students and beyond, uh, things are really bright for us as a community college right now. 
Well, thank you, Director Hansen. I appreciate that quick update. And we're going to end our program with just one more question for our uh, student guest here today. And she's going to come forward and she's going to answer probably the most critical question. Uh, when are you going to run for office? Because I know Mr. Peterson wanted, he asked her that question at the foundation meeting. So um, could you go ahead and answer that for us? And we know uh, you went down with a lot of vested interest, but if you could. So I don't know if I will ever run for office because that's a little bit too much of a responsibility for me, but maybe I can help out with the campaign. So if anyone needs me, let me know and I'll be happy to help. So, yeah. I needed you. And I just wanted to end on that note that, you know, when we look at the experience and, and I think when she first went down, she was gauging some of those as potential interests, thinking long term. But she also sees other avenues. And, uh, um, you know, if anybody that's been involved with legislative work knows, uh, especially here in the state of Wyoming, you know, those 60 days of a general session are a pretty intense environment. There are a lot of moving parts, a lot of people. And, uh, again, uh, just thank you to the legislators uh, and the individuals that allowed that opportunity uh, for liberty. Uh, thank you to our foundation and our student senate for helping fund that particular opportunity. Um, thank you to our faculty like Dr. Krieger, who actually, um, again, helps our students uh, seek out these opportunities. And, uh, and I, you know, and I will be bringing uh, Dr. Krieger is going to be actually coming back here in a couple of weeks with another group of students. Uh, we'll wait for them to announce uh, something that was pretty awesome that happened. Um, and uh, but we're going to bring some students in to talk about uh, just a very recent event again. So with that, uh, we would like to thank you all. And uh, we'll see you next week on Lancer Live.